we're off. We're off. Guys, what you don't know, just before we come on here, I had to wait at least five minutes just for Chris to sign himself out. Didn't I, Chris? But that's normal, isn't it? <laughs> don't, don't say it like that's not normal. I was like, are you ready? Are you ready? <laughs> uh, getting himself set. I'll tell you what, actually. We've got a good beard game here. I was just commenting on my beard, guys, before we came on, and then I've just seen Chris's as well. Like, this, maybe we should rename ourselves. I mean, I, I've, let, I've let mine go a Braun, little bit. You've let Braun yours and go beards. a lot. Brawn and beards, what are you saying? Brawn and beards. I'm, well, you can go with that if you want. Yeah. No, I've, I've only let mine grow a little bit. That is heavy. It is heavy. It is heavy. Probably the longest it's ever been in its life, but... It's quite enjoyable. It's all good. So that's what we like, a bit of beards. Anyway, guys, uh, welcome back. We always start with a random bit, don't we? Uh, welcome back to this week's this week's podcast. Uh, pleasure to have you with us. If you listened to last one, thank you so much uh, for the downloads, for following, subscribing, all of that. Um, and do the same again today. So if you're new, uh, don't forget to follow this channel somewhere around your Spotify, Apple, whatever it is you're listening to us on. Uh, just go give us a follow, um, you know, give it, give us a share, uh, drop it out there. Well, actually, only share it once you've listened to it. If you think it's decent, if you think it's crap, leave it. <laughs> don't, don't share it. In fact, no, actually, like Chris says, just share it anyway. You reckon share people it actually anyway. did pull over in the hard shoulder last week? You reckon what? People did actually pull over in the hard shoulder last week. I Remember? We were talking about like where people listen to this and what what they're doing. Yeah, when they're oh, yeah. to this. I wonder what they wonder wonder if anyone actually did pull over. It'd be a lot better if they actually gave us that feedback, wouldn't it? It would be grand, yeah. It would be helpful. Right. Let us know where you're actually at. I always, I always get like rant, rant people going, "Oh yeah, I was listening to your podcast with them." Like, "Oh, you you actually listen to it? Like, you actually listen to it? It's great." But let us know. Let us know that you listen to it. Like, share it. We don't know that you're listening to it. Uh, this is the thing about this, isn't it? it? It's blind. We just, me and you, Jim Pong, we have a chat. About, we have a chat. Way. Yeah, it's very yeah, much we, we have a chat about something and we've got in the background, even though I can see views and listens, we've got no idea who they are. They, you're just numbers. Until you interact with us and have a chat with us, you're just a number, um, which is quite a sad thing, isn't it? Like, because it'd be, it'd be nice to, you know, build a bit of a relationship with you. Um, but look, uh, before we delve into it, I'll tell you what we're kind of like running with today. So it was thinking about a question that, you know, you guys ask. Uh, when I say you guys, as in you guys who want to lose weight, who want to, you know, lose body fat, improve your shape, et cetera. And it's a really common one. It's this, you know, what food or foods, like, should I be eating, right? And as as I, if you like, even, even as I break down this question, we're going to obviously help you with this in terms of the foods and cover different aspects and, you know, both give our, our opinions, which may well differ at certain points as well, which would be cool for you guys uh, to see that insight. But whenever you see the word should, or whenever you say the word should do something, you're in comparison to someone else or you're living life by someone else's expectations. And this is so, so common in the fitness industry, you know, that you've seen, for example, let's just say you're, um, you know, you're a beginner, okay, you're a beginner, um, you know, you've been trying to lose weight for years. So I would put both those individuals into that beginner category. Okay, if that's you, and you're saying, I, sh you know, what, what should I be eating, etc, you know, 
what you've got there is you've got this idea already in your head because you've seen maybe some, let's just say some professional athletes, some bodybuilders, some photo shoot dude. You've seen what they've been eating. Or actually, let's even bring it down a peg or two. You've seen some influencer who happens to be in shape, who has no idea about anything. Uh, you've seen that they're in shape and you think that now there's this comparison that you almost should be eating like that. And because you see lots of different people at this level that are eating different sorts of foods, you question in your head what food should i be eating to lose weight that's how i break it down would you agree with that chris yeah literally like they, they, they get lost in it don't they yeah it, and it's it, it's the it's the um the age that we live in now because there's so much so much information out there and it's like i did a post the other day and i think we've spoke about it on previous podcasts like and i wasn't going I wasn't going after Joe Wicks. Like he's done a ridiculous amount of good to get people moving, especially in lockdown. Like you can't fault him for that. And I won't fault him for that. But a lot of the recipes that he shares on his, like even like on like Gusto, for example, there's like a Joe Wicks section, right? So, you know, great from a point of view of the idea that some somebody from the fitness space is now influencing Gusto, who are obviously like a big now, big brand now. But so much of, or so many of his recipes are not actually that healthy, or at least wouldn't be suitable for somebody trying to lose weight because of the amount of calories in them. Yeah. But unless you actually understand that and understand what calories are, how many, how many calories you should be eating within the certain phase that you're in, you know, understanding that, some foods are significantly higher in fat, for example. Obviously, fat holds significantly higher amount of calories than, say, carbs and protein does. So without that kind of knowledge, and that is scratching the surface, but even still, that's quite high-level detail for a lot of people. Like, like People will see Joe Wicks' Instagram, already know that he's got a status as being you know, a really fit and healthy individual. So we'll just copy, just copy, copy, copy. and without the underlying knowledge of, is this actually suitable for me right now? Because it probably isn't, or it might not be. Yet, because he's a fitness influencer and is healthy, well, if he's eating it, I must eat it. And I did that post the other day about avocados, and like, I just, I, I'm gonna go on it again. I hate them. I just don't think they're very nice. They're, the texture's disgusting, they smell gross, they taste minging. Like, they're just, they, they, they benefit me in zero ways, right? You don't like avocado. They're ridiculous. No, I hate them. They're ridiculously high in fat for the amount that you get. So the volume of, let's say, half an avocado is really, it's a really, really high percentage of fat, which means it's much higher in terms of calories as opposed to, let's say, I'm not, you know, cucumber. Like, obviously, that's pretty much like no calories in that. Um, But for somebody seeing Joe Wicks use avocados and olive oil in a salad, like that's a salad that's going to be really, really high in calories because of those two products. Yeah. yeah. Now, I'm not taking away from the goodness that those things have because you know, fats are vital for the human body to, to, to function, right? But the amount of fats is not as much as the amount of fat in that one dish, for example. Um, and that's, that's where there's, there's the, 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 the disc, it's a disconnect, isn't it? That's what it is. It's yeah. not like... 
let, let's be fair, Joe Wicks, he's a marketing genius. He's done unbelievably well. His marketing's like second to none, right? And I'm sure he means unbelievably well with everything that he's doing. But the disconnect is that there isn't the underlying information as to this is more suitable for somebody that's potentially looking to build muscle or have more energy that's already happy with their body composition so that they're keeping their their body fat level at a sustainable place as opposed to if you're trying to strip off body fat probably not best to be having avocado and olive oil on your salads that's the disconnect i think there's no kind of like especially when people don't recognize or know what that product actually is is in is it fats is it carbs etc like that 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 breakdown which i think is well like you just said it's it's massively important because of the that product that's a fat high in fats is calorie dense but for little volume which is where like we i know we've touched on it before is where people will say oh no i don't eat much i don't eat much it's like you don't have to eat much to get fat mate (laughs) like literally um, but I mean, that, that leads in nicely the, the other little point that I put on there, which is obviously where, you know, going back to the question of what food, you know, like should I be eating? Now, it's individual to every single person. And when I say that, I mean, like every single person reacts in a different way to different sources of foods. OK, so like let's just go on like intolerances like dairy doesn't work well with some people, but it's fine with other people. Okay, great little mix. Certain, uh, you know, fruits, vegetables, etc., actually cause you know discomfort for people. So it's, I think, the best way to kind of like work around it is, I mean, definitely for you guys as as individuals, when you're on a weight loss journey, okay, and you know that's your obviously. I don't want to say your priority aim because your aim is actually to drop body fat, but when you're like, you know, what, I want to lose weight because that's the that's the way how you speak. And when you're in that situation, it's looking at the foods that you're that you've got and it's definitely looking at quality. Okay, so when you say what food should I be eating, if we go along the lines of quality foods, we're looking at whole foods. Okay, so if it grows on a tree, if it comes out of the ground, if it's natural, whole food is something that basically has had very, very little tampering with by man. Or another way of wording it is it's basically one ingredient. Okay, as in there is literally just one nutrient mainly that you're getting out of it. So a chicken breast, okay, is literally chicken. It is protein. There's nothing else with it. It's a chicken breast. Happy days. The avocado, okay, is, you know, predominantly fats. Okay, there's nothing else with it. Whereas let's go on something that's not a whole food. Okay, it's a ready meal. It's let's just, I don't know, some, they do like chicken penne pastas, whatever, right? So chicken penne pasta, and it doesn't mean to say that don't eat them. We're going to touch on this in terms of your balance. But when you look at this, if you have a chicken penne pasta that's a ready meal, there are preservatives in there, okay? There is God knows what in the sauces, et cetera. There's loads of different um, ingredients. There's the pasta, there's the cream sauce, whatever that was made with. Basically, those ingredients that are in that pasta bowl, okay, it doesn't look like it's original item before it, you know, like before it was whatever, like, you know, slaughtered or brought, brought to the forefront. So you've got to look at this. And if you can buy the fresh ingredients, okay, broccoli looks like broccoli. Okay, when it's grown, okay, to when it's on the supermarket shelves, apart from that, I've washed it, okay, it looks like broccoli. Strawberries, when they grow off a tree, when you see them in the supermarket, they look like strawberries. Okay, that's how you want to be thinking. Does it look like its original state? Okay, let's go with nuts. Okay, when nuts come out of the ground, are they lathered in, you know, salt, etc.? Have they been roasted or, or are they just 
nuts, <laughs> okay, ready to eat kind of thing. That's what you've got to think of on that line. So that's obviously going to a little bit of an extreme, but that should massively help you when you look at, you know, what should I be eating? And I think the extra little thing that I'd throw into that as well is the foods that you eat, you should enjoy, okay? You should enjoy. You're not, um, you're not losing weight. If you're listening to this, you might be the wrong person. But if you if you're not you're not losing weight, hopefully the people that are in front of us to step on stage to uh, perform uh, an elite sport professionally. Okay, those of you that are listening to this, you're losing weight to just improve the quality of your life, which means that the foods that you eat to lose weight, you want to enjoy them because that's going to help you with sustainability. I'll let you jump in, Chris. Yeah, the whole the whole should thing is 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 a, is a massive point and like we, you see it all the time like here's what like if fitness influences here's what i eat in a day it's like that is great but i don't like what you eat in a day like you're having smashed avocado with eggs i ain't having that that, that means nothing to me um and you know like and and the, the thing is like we know that we'll watch that and we go well, that doesn't mean anything so it's fine we can just disregard it but genuine followers of these people will go all oh, right well maybe that's what i need to do or that's what i should do and it's kind of like first and foremost they're being paid a hell of a lot of sponsorship to like like well, i'll use my protein or bulk or whoever it is to essentially crowbar their products into this is what i eat in a day i'm having protein oats for example but i'm of course i'm having my protein powder because they're telling me i have to post this as opposed to actually offering some good information about why you're having a high protein diet diet, which is essentially going to move me to my next point. Um, but yeah, the, the, the comparison thing, um, it's, it's, it's across the board. It's massive, isn't it? Like from a psychological point of view, from an aesthetic point of view, from a nutrition point of view, like I even had the, a conversation last night with, with someone in the gym. They're like, Oh, what, what should someone of my age and my size be lifting? Well, fucking hell. Like, in comparison to what? To who? Like, you've got to take into consideration so many factors. Like, yeah, but what about just like the average person? Well, what's your average person? Like, the, who, who is your average? Because if, if you take an average, you're going to end up with, yeah. I don't know, a five foot 11 or five foot 12 male, you know, who weighs 70, but you, you can't take that. But, but, that, but, but that, that example, they could have a totally different training history, a totally different injury history, different genetics different psychological um sort of barriers or traumas yeah. that's gonna not not enable them to actually lift as heavy because they're not as confident like it just you, they, i literally was stood there i was like i literally can't give you a straight answer because there are so many variables at play that you literally cannot compare yourself and expect to be at a level like all that matters is where you're at right now and where you're going that's all that matters that is yeah. literally all that matters. And they were like, yeah, but I was like, there's no yeah, but like that you, you can't go into this mindset of well, what does the average person do? It's like, well, do you want to be average? Is that what you want to be? Yeah. Like surely you want to be like good or better than yeah. average, right? Surely. Um, anyway, that's, that's for the day, but um, yeah. And it, it, it's very much a mindset thing. And I, you know, I also, and I'll go back to, we, we've, we've had this conversation a lot of time. Like it's actually not, like you guys that are listening to this, it's actually not your fault if you're genuinely like a little bit unawares as to what to eat because you've been conditioned across 
years, maybe even decades as to what you should eat by your parents, by their parents, by your grandparents. So it's, it's breakfast cereal for breakfast, like full of sugar, milk, zero protein, unless you like having skimmed milk that's got a bit of protein in. Like you might not have like, I didn't have eggs for breakfast until I was probably into my late teens. It's so like was conditioned, right? Here's your breakfast, right? What was in your pack lunch? It's sandwich, crisps, chocolate bars. Might be yes. a little bit of fruit in there, but hey, they were I, the days. Like, look, look, right, so let's, let's think about this. Let's, let's break this down, right? So I've got for breakfast, I'm having cereal or I'm having toast, right? With jam on it. So I'm having carbs on carbs on carbs did, on carbs. What did, what did you right? have for breakfast? What did you have? I would, I would literally have either a bowl of cereal or toast, or maybe both. You know why I love Cocoa Pops? I used to eat them and then I used to drink the chocolate milk afterwards. Yeah. Oh, mate, all the time, yeah. So, yeah, Cocoa Pops, Frosties. Frosties were a big one, weren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sugar Heaven, literally. All of them uh, were, weren't they? Ready ready break in the winter months with fucking shit tons of sugar or honey on. Um, but then, it's but then, so bad, then, isn't it? But then, but then I'd have a slice of toast with butter and jam. Well, you need that, though, because you were low on carbs at that point. But this, but this is like, so like, so like but as a, as, a, as, a, as, a, as a kid growing up, that's normal. I, I'm like, oh, this is what I should this is what I should be eating because that's what my parents and their parents have told us to do. Pack lunches when you go to school, right? It's it's a, it's a it's a ham and cheese sandwich, right? The ham's way for thin ham. It's a shit, shit source of protein. So there's no protein. Processed on processed. Yeah. Or fucking um, what they called lunchables. Fucking hell. Right. Now we're talking ultra processed shit. Cheese strings, right? Definitely fuck all protein in there. That's never seen cheese in its life, mate. Exactly. You know, there might be the old piece of fruit in there, but like even like crisp, like luckily now, like there are sort of more um calorie friendly versions like pop chips and like even like there's like the hula hoop puffed, which are like, you know, basically just stuffed with air, basically, right? Yeah. But even then, like you're looking at those two meals across your day, and then you your lunch break, it's a cereal bar or a chocolate bar. So by the time you get to dinner, you've had literally nothing but carbs and fats and, and calorie-dense stuff. And when you're a kid, you get away with it because you're running about and moving about all the time. You're playing, right? You get to dinner. Dinner, dinner might be, you know, your, 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 your chicken breast, your mashed potato, your you know, sausages, mash and, mash and peas, whatever it is that you're having. So the balance of protein, carbs and fats is much better. But that needs to, that needs to be representative across your lunches and your breakfasts. But back to my original point is that's that's not your fault for not knowing that. It's now a case of learning about it and understanding it and going, right, what so what do I need to do? And asking those questions, or what 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 could I do to improve my protein intake, to improve the quality of the food that I'm that I'm that I'm eating. And I think we are probably better than that, better than that now. Yeah, as, as you as you get older, you like I'm not having packed lunches like now, and I haven't had a packed lunch. But you you know, like there's still that sort of conditioning across years and years and years that that is the norm. Even when you go to like hotels, like I guess the buffets are better now, but still it's it's the cereal bar, it's the pastries, like it, it, that you can get sort of higher protein, more whole foods in at hotels. I'm just using this as an example, but ultimately the the, the quality of the food isn't as good as it could be that you, that you make at home. So yeah, I think there's there's definitely like a hell of a lot of pre-existing stuff that influences people now. Hence why 
we're probably one of the most obese, if not the most, maybe behind America, are we the most obese country? Yeah, we have to, I'd say behind America. Behind America? Like Amer- America's another level, by the way. Now, well, I know I've spoken about conditioning. Like, America is a fucking another level. That's, that's, that's another podcast. But, <laughs> Doing a podcast on American obesity. Yeah, but oh. I, I hope, hopefully that, that sort of yeah. creates a bit of a clearer picture for people to kind of understand as to, right, okay, that actually does make sense now as to why I can't get enough protein is because you've just been conditioned and programmed to eat a certain way because, and then you've built a belief around that, that that's the right thing to do. And that's what you need when you're not actually getting protein in every single meal is really going to help you in terms of, you know, just filling you up a bit more, giving your muscles the the protein that they need to repair to to grow especially if you are training as well or even any exercise for that matter it doesn't even need to be resistance yeah. based but um yeah it's it's reframing that in your head and going right well how can i look at this a little bit differently and being when we talk about being open minded a lot of the time and until you start to learn it and are open minded and then start to notice a difference that's when it starts to click and go, actually, yeah, yeah, I, I can do this. It changes from a can't to a can. Yeah. And you get motivated then because you start seeing results. You start noticing changes. You start, the weight starts coming off. You start feeling more energized. You're sleeping better. Then you go, all right, yeah, actually, this is working. Right, I'm going to crack on. I'm highly motivated now. It's that start point that's the, the real tough bit. And it, it, that, that goes back to the original question, isn't it? It's the reason why these guys are asking this question. And, you know, you said a thing as you went for that. It's a mindset thing like 100%. And I also put on this, you know, it's a lack of education thing, which is like what you've just touched on. It's a lack of education thing and people getting swallowed up in the marketing world, always looking for the dangling carrot, which then leads into like the, you know, they're always looking for the short term fix, which is like you say, one for another day. But it's just to recognize that. And I, I can honestly say it, you know, like all the time, it's like, if there's an area of your life that you're struggling with, get educated in it. Literally, simple as that. Like the worst thing you can do is go trawling through social media. You get one opinion here, one opinion there, et cetera, you know, or even just like, you know, even, you know, when people watch like these TV programs, you know, around like, you know, food and stuff, let's be honest, a lot of that information, they're getting paid and it's a polarized opinion. Like get get some education that where, where you're treated as an individual so you can learn about you. Not just like, I mean, the amount of times cancer come to me over the years, you go, oh, I watched this program on Channel 4 the other day and it said about this. I was like, did it really? <laughs> like, not to just knock it, but it's like, you know, you've got to keep your eyes on you and what, what it is that you're doing. So um, 100% getting educated in it is is massive. And I put an extra note on here is, you know, it's obviously about creating balance. So I said that I'd come back to it, like Chris just touched on then quite a few, like poor quality foods. <laughs> and then also, you know, we've got, I spoke about having the whole foods, you know, that 80 to 20% rule is what you're kind of looking for. Okay. And this is what we always outline, even to our clients. Sometimes we push them to a 90 to 10% uh, to get an even better result. Um, but the main thing is here is that you're never banning yourself from these other foods. So again, like, you know, what should I be eating? goes back to you should be eating things that you actually enjoy if you want your change to be sustainable. Okay. You should be eating things that actually satisfy you. Okay. Not things like um, I actually had, I had someone um, around here earlier and I was talking to them and they'd actually done a transformation uh, themselves. And I was speaking with them and they said, oh, yeah, yeah. So I I was literally, I, I got a bit bored of it, but I had to do it because I was going on holiday and I was eating plain chicken rice and broccoli. I was like, I, I honestly, and this, this is not, I'm not even just saying this because I'm on the podcast. 
That was genuinely what he said. And I was like, are you actually taking the piss? I was gobsmacked. I was like, so you didn't eat stuff that you enjoyed? No, no, no. I, I, I had to get in shape. I went, you do know there's another way. You do know that you can eat foods that you enjoy, get in shape, and then you would have stayed in shape because he, he said to me, he said, I've, I've lost it a bit. I was like, oh, my God, like, what the hell? Like, look after what it is that you're doing. So, guys, I'm not saying this to well, – and I am saying it's a vent because it pisses me off. <laughs> but, you know, when you're going through a weight loss phase, if you for one minute – think it is going to be sustainable when you cut out all of the foods that you love, you've just lost. You literally have just lost that, that, that battle, you know, straight down. But if you can create a balance where you still allow yourself some of these things, that's where you will get to where you ultimately want to get to. And that is that balance between 80% whole foods. So remember, you know, things that are like literally of their natural source, they look like they did when they were growing, for example, um, Apart from you're not going to have a cow in your living room, so butchering is allowed, obviously. Um, and then, you know, the other side of that is the 20% of the, you know, 10 to 20% of the processed foods. You know, we want to have chocolate bars. We want to have things that, you know, like, that, that are actually, you know, that we enjoy, okay? We don't want to be like a recluse. So there is no what should I be eating, okay? But there is changing the question that you're asking, Okay. Now this question could look in many, many different ways. What should I be eating? No, actually, what could I eat to improve my health? What could I eat to attain the, you know, the, the physique, uh, the energy levels that I want to attain? Okay. Uh, what could I eat to achieve um, the outcome that I desire? You know, what balance do I, um, you know, what, what balance do I need to create with my nutrition to achieve long-term sustainable results. Change your question that you're asking and you will get a 10 times better answer even from yourself before even coming to a coach. And that's me. Yeah. Change, the, change the question. Yeah, and it, to be honest, it is good that you've got a question. It's good that you're like, actually I could do with some help because that's essentially just reframing the question is, or what should I be eating? Like, it's kind of like, well, at least you're recognizing that, not that there's a problem, but there's there's something that you want to be Yeah, they're recognizing something needs to change, right? Yeah. So, so that's that's good in the first instance. And I'll always say that because it's like, I go back on my post yesterday about like, human beings are like scared to admit shit. Like we're scared to admit like, actually I could do with some help here. So first and foremost, the fact that you're kind of like posing the question to yourself more than anything is like, like, what should I be eating? Because this isn't this right. You'd like to think that the majority of people know that eating five fruit and veg a day is kind of like the standard, but people don't do it still at all, by the way. Um, You're telling me, I had to pull a client up this week. I was like, um, I can see from your veg intake that you've had some days no veg. I was like, come on, like, yeah. this has to step up. Um, so it's definitely like that that's already a step in the right direction. But it is then making sure that the questions that you are asking are going to benefit you and not going to put the handbrake on you because what should I be eating? This person's doing this right, I'll do that. Don't turn into a copy and paste merchant because that is literally just going to kill you off. It is going to kill you off. It's going to kill, like, before you even started, there's no, you're going to be going backwards. Um, but now, and, and this, this is where, like, I'll get the question, oh, well, what do you eat? And it's like, well, this is what I eat, but you might not enjoy that. Like, like there's days where I don't eat breakfast. 
and like I know that you eat your breakfast and you're like for you like not eating breakfast is like blasphemy right yeah that works for me I can do it like I can go on the gym floor like like I did today train five clients and not eat until I get home and have my lunch I'm fine with that it works I'm okay with it yeah but for someone else they're like oh I can't do that and that's fine but that that essentially the reason why I do that is because a I genuinely don't like to eat when I wake up and I'm up pretty early and then I've got clients to train then it also enables me then to have a little bit more food later in the day when and that's something that I enjoy doing with 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 my girlfriend in the evening we like to have like a, a meal together it's something that we enjoy doing and I'd, I'd rather that meal be food that I enjoy I so uh, uh, you know especially because I, I, I'm in I'm in a fat loss phase right now so I am watching what I'm eating from a point of view of calorie intake so that's a really good way for me to balance my calories day to day is that yeah. sustainable no like I, I will incorporate things slightly differently as I move back up to maintenance and potentially into a surplus again but at this moment in time where I'm currently at on my journey that works yeah and that's another question that people don't ask is probably because they don't actually know well what phase are you in what are your goals where do you want to go those questions are much better as opposed to what should I be eating well that's dependent on the journey and where you want to go what's the bigger picture reverse engineer it from there and then go right so I want to lose body fat that's my first goal right so we probably need to look at your calorie intake what that looks like first and foremost right now let's do an assessment of your nutrition right now and let's maybe take away one or two things and add in one or two things first and foremost blanket don't be then doing a massive massive overhaul going and copying the biggest influencer in the industry or fat loss female fat loss coach or whoever it is just focus on you where you're currently at and the little things you can change now then the next little step then the next little step because by then guarantee you'll notice the difference in your energy you'll have noticed the difference in the in the scale way you'll notice the difference in in your sort of how bloated you are for example or you you you'd even notice some body fat reduction which is great you get more motivated you're then more likely to then change something else yeah so on and so forth momentum momentum builds doesn't it recognize where you are now what you can change and then drive on from there but knowing the goal as well that you're working towards guys we will wrap it up there uh but a huge thank you for listening as always uh if this has been valuable please follow us please rate the podcast please share it as well with friends with family etc and reach out to us <laughs> let us know that you have actually listened to it um, and that is at Rob uh, at robabbis.rca and at chrismeek.rca uh, on Instagram. Or if you go to the Facebook, the page is at RCA Fitness, as simple as that. Um, other than that, we will see you all next week. Thank you for listening. Cheers, everyone.